Avenue, you cared. What are you talking about? I can look after myself, you know. It's a combination of raw talent and hard training that makes me... Yes, so... I know. That makes you so utterly obnoxious. <laughs> to When Will Mother Kiss, Season 2, Episode 11, 11. The Witch's <laughs> Quickening. Yeah, I know what a math is. Um, <laughs> hello, I'm Alfie. I'm Ingherid. And the summary off of Wikipedia this week is, an unscrupulous rebel, Alvar, uses Mordred to co- contact Morgana and convince her to steal a valuable crystal which he believes will aid in his quest to overthrow Uther. Arthur is able to retrieve the crystal, but not before Merlin has been tempted to use it and sees a vision of the future which terrifies him. After, after Uther condemns Alvar to death, Morgana disowns him and helps Alvar escape. I mean, yeah, that's correct. Oh, it is. It is correct. <laughs> it's Al, undeniably correct. Um, uh, it starts with a, very, a pretty classic... Oh no, I'm pretending to be attacked by bandits, but I am a bandit. Yeah, they are. we start in the Trap forest scene. with like some horses and a man who looks like he might be dead and some knights of Camelot approach him and he says the word bandits as though it's his dying word and it was really bad. But then it turns out that was a trap, so that was actually He was acting doing deliberately bad acting. Bad acting. <laughs> because um, otherwise it would be unacceptable. <laughs> uh, this guy turns out to be Alvar and his girlfriend, who is never named, is also there. No, she's just, like, blonde. And uh, she has a sword. She's kind of, like, yeah, slightly ginger, strawberry blonde. Um, uh, they kill the knights after they're like, do you want to beg for your life? And the guy's like, the knights of Camelot do not beg. Yeah. Uh, so and then, like, him. we cut and we see Mordred is with this group of bandit people. Looking identical to the last time we saw him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not a picture of aged. <laughs> uh, and then the credits roll. Um... It's raining, it's dark, Camelot, the Alvar and his people are dressed as knights. No, there appear to be no passwords, there appear to be nobody who, like, thinks, oh, I haven't seen that that guy before. Yeah, apparently there's enough knights that you can just wander around. Straight through and no additional security other than, are they wearing (laughs) the same clothes? (laughs) Um, And as Alvar, like, walks around Camelot, he has Mordred telepathically telling him, like, turn left here, go further this way. Which Merlin wakes up over Yeah, and Mordred appears to not be able to transmit to any specific people here, and he appears to be do- able to do a kind of mass broadcast to all magic users. Yeah, I can't tell if it's meant to be that, like, Merlin has extrasensory magic powers, and he will overhear every conversation, even though otherwise it would be private. Because, yeah, like, maybe. Because, like, like Morgana. It also doesn't... seems to kind of hurt Merlin. Yeah, it's like in a way it like doesn't like hurt other people, which implies yeah he's oversensitive to it. Yeah, he's he's like really like shaken up by it. Yeah. Um. There's some magic. Merlin has got off, and he's like running around the castle. Uh, Mordred like comes out of a barrel. I don't. That's part of their plan somehow. He was hiding in a barrel. <laughs> yeah, I didn't <laughs> fully follow. It has to be said. I think they just did it because. Ava Butter- Asa Butterfield can fit in a barrel. And they were like, that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, um, he telepathically, for why, I don't know, because now he's with Alvar, says, oh, Morgana's room is just this way, and Merlin's like, they're going to Morgana's room. He and, like, doesn't really around. like to speak aloud. No, that is true. Um, 
like even before he didn't really like to speak aloud no and he continues to not yeah when he could but um then we uh cut to morgana i had sort of like forgotten about the bangle already because i'm a moron and i in my um notes uh wrote morgana's asleep in her jewelry lol but in fact, it's that obviously is her special bracelet, bracelet that Morgos gave, gave her to drive away nightmares. Um, and she wakes up and she's like delighted to see Mordred. Yeah, she's really happy. And Mordred is basically like, please, will you join the resistance? <laughs> <laughs> um, then we cut to like Arthur like grabbing Merlin by the neck. But then he's like, oh, it's just you, Merlin. And then Merlin like is like, they're going towards Morgana, I think. Um, Alva is like, yes, of course I have magic, as my parents and their parents before them, um, and tells her, magic is not a crime, it is a gift. And I'm like, well, it is a crime, because that's not how, like, laws are not moral laws. They're just the law. Yeah, it's still a law. It's, like, legally a crime. But yeah, that that's, what I, mean, that's what the word crime means. That doesn't means. mean the law is just. Yeah. Those are different things. Anyway. Um, they tell her that they came to see her. Um... And Merlin's like, I heard voices in my, in, in my chambers. So I got up and started running around. Yeah, and in my chambers like, on like the other side of like like really. Yeah. He's like they're going to Morgana's room, and I'll ask to take like a really long time to kind of like I don't know to like join the dots. He's like Morgana, what, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, like this is over like the kind of end of this season arc. Merlin does a lot of really obvious stuff which Arthur just accepts so these episodes I think really push for Arthur oh, yeah, reading yeah yeah there's like some moments where like Merlin's like, like I heard voices in my chambers and they're going towards Morgana's room and I know this and yeah. no one else and knows no this and no one else heard it even though I <laughs> don't I like live on the opposite side of the car and Arthur's like okay <laughs> let's go great <laughs> um then um they're Alva asks, ugh, Alva answers the question that you asked earlier, which is like, why aren't the druids, you know, waging war on Camelot? Uh, which is that um, there's too many in Uther's army. But if they had this crystal, then they'd have like loads of power anyway, and they wouldn't need yeah. numbers. Um, and they asked Morgana to get the crystal. Uh, and then we cut to Arthur and Merlin charging into Morgana's room where she is back in bed. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, and she does a very good kind of outraged yeah. uh, thing. There's also another, in this scene, there's another great, they literally say, another great you're our only hope moment. I'm enjoying yes. the continuation yeah. of the Star Wars note. <laughs> yeah, Alva says that to Morgana, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, then Ar- also, <laughs> she's like, Morgana's like, you can't get into the vaults, they're impregnable. No, they're not. People <laughs> get in the vault stuff, all the time. Stuff is stolen from Camelot literally constantly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think they're, they're not that good, are they? Yeah, it's like Claire's used like, to all be you back need in the is day. Like, keys. <laughs> <laughs> they're not impregnable. <laughs> Arthur drags Merlin out into the corridor and is very mean to him, including the line, stick to what you do best, nothing! Yeah, I wrote that down. It made me really upset. It That's was like really a horrible sad. thing to say to someone. Uh, and Merlin, uh, Arthur like stalks away. And Merlin, like, leans in to listen against the door and the camera sort of moves and Mordred is doing the same thing on the other side of the door, which is, you know, a nice shot. Yeah, it's symmetrical. Mm. Especially because they look related. <laughs> um, 
Morgana continues to like care deeply about Mordred and his well being and like yeah, well, shows him affection, which is nice. Cute little kid. Yeah. Um, and she like yeah. But again, has, like, this... a, like it has is kind of affection starved. Yeah. I, at this point, I, there's a level that I'm accepting that they have, like, a history together. But, again, to begin with, she, she, when she first met Mordred, was like, I don't understand. I feel, like, such a bond with him that I cannot explain. And they never explain it. Whereas, like, in the Legends, and therefore when I was watching this for the first time, I was fully expecting at some point for them to be like, oh, they're related. Or yeah. there is some real yeah, bond. There's or there's, real... like, a magic version of being related or whatever. But they never fully explain that. They don't, they don't. They just say that she's really, kind of, really, yeah, like, really drawn to him, has, like, a really great affection for him. Yeah, which, again, is never... never fully understood. Anyway. Mm. Um, uh, Merlin tells Gaius that it was uh, Mordred guiding someone to Morgana's chambers. Um, uh, he's wearing, like, a bright blue shirt. It looks pretty good. Thanks for that. That's no problem. I just want to keep the, view- the listeners informed. Yeah, about Merlin's fashion decisions and yeah. how we feel about them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Merlin and Morgana's are the major fashion decisions that I'm invested in. Um, anyway, Morgana sneaks into Arthur's room to take Arthur's keys, uh, which she grabs, and then Merlin like walks in and finds her. I was like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "Oh, I just came to see Arthur." Yeah, and he was like, like, "He's training where outside he does, at the same day, at the same day. time, every day, in the yeah. same place, every day." And she's like, oh yeah! <laughs> he's a lot more like perceptive in this episode than I feel like he is normally. <laughs> <laughs> like, joins the dots pretty quick. Uh, and then it's like, like a couple of hours later and Morgana has fully changed her entire outfit to sneak around further, which she is has. baffling. Uh, she was in the green dress and now she's in like a silver sparkling It's thing. now wearing something reflective, which yeah, seems which is, like a mistake for yeah. sneaking. Yeah, anyway. Uh, she gets to the crystal. It's huge! It's, big, it's just a big I love a, a big random chunk of crystal that's yeah like, that's magic. it is like a piece of like quartz so it does look slightly more convincing than the plastic oh, yeah, it's thing they had plastic, that one time which at least you know they made an at least it genuinely is crystal but it's still the budget's just... gone up from like three pounds to about 25 pounds yeah, still just a chunk of crystal that they've like kind of bought in a shop <laughs> yeah anyway um Merlin like presents some slop to Arthur like to eat which is the bit where like he's cooking the food or like he's there when the food is cooked anyway yeah, Arthur complains we don't know it. Arthur complains it doesn't really matter there's just some banter and then some bells told and we've uh, discovered presumably Camelot has cooks what are they doing not sure <laughs> anyway there's now that they've discovered that the the crystal of Neotid which is its name is uh, has been stolen Uther's like, how on earth did anybody break into your chambers? Like, it's difficult to get into <laughs> Arthur's chambers. Uh, Arthur's like, someone stole my keys. Um, he turns around and blames Merlin and says, like, whose job it is, whose job is it to ensure that something like this never happens? And I'm like, well, not not Merlin's. Like, no, like, like why would... castle security. <laughs> anyway, also <laughs> yours. <laughs> Arthur like seems to blame Merlin, but as soon as he's in front of Uther, blames himself. So that's. Fine, I guess. Yeah, but he is angry at Merlin for the, the rest of the episode. Yeah. Um, so Someone asks Uther, I think Arthur asks, why is it so important that Uther just turns around and goes, it is an instrument of magic! And we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Arthur's like, right, okay, so it's not important. <laughs> um, but we do find out that some uh, during the purge, sorcerers d- tried, like, died trying to protect it, so it does mean something. 
Yeah, yeah. But um, the, I didn't think they know exactly. Uh, what. Then we're out in the corridor with Merlin and Arthur, um, and he's like, uh, Arthur says of lying to his father to save Merlin, never put me in that position again, which is some magic subtext right there. It's also hilarious because Arthur lies. This is like not the first time, and it will not be the last. Like I yeah. don't know who Arthur thinks he's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> not me. Well, this is, yeah, there's a difference between like Arthur being like for the good of like the whole country, I will lie to my father, and for the good of Merlin, I will lie to my father, and he can't. I don't think he can bring himself to like blame the country, but he can easily bring himself to blame Merlin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gaius and Merlin have a chat about Morgana being like a suspect in having stolen the crystal. Yeah. Um, and they're not sure what the crystal, the crystal does, like if it's a weapon, apparently it held the secret of time and was an artifact of the old religion. It turns out to essentially be a crystal ball. Yeah, <laughs> but like you can essentially scry, I assume the past, future and present, because yeah. they mention all three of those at some point, um, but we only see it being used to look at the future. Yeah, although Merlin doesn't really seem to have much like control over what no. he's doing. As per. As per. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, more than one character in this episode, like, seems to be being, like, possibly compelled by magic to do things they would not otherwise do. So, like, possibly Morgana and possibly Merlin. Yeah, by kind of magical objects. Because, yeah, since that bracelet, last episode with Vivian, where Morgana, like, didn't care that, Mor- or even seemed to notice that Gwen seemed sad. That is actually quite a red flag. Yeah, although, like, uh, like she's also just, like, very preoccupied, like, with herself. Yeah. She, like, snaps at Gwen in this episode as well. She's, like, mm. very, like, distant. Um, she, like, yeah, I think she's just, like, so preoccupied with like, her own stuff. I don't know if it's, like, necessary, like, a Horcrux situation. No, it just seems to be taking, like, an amount of her capacity to deal with the world, though. Like, and I can't tell... Is that not just, like, she's got a lot of shit going Yeah, that's on. a lot of, like, trauma as well, but, like, I don't know. She just seems less capable than she was in season one. Yeah. Which is an interesting, like, way of portraying someone before. Well, she's, she seems like she's losing. Turn. Yeah. Anyway, Merlin goes to see the dragon um, and says to the dragon, trust me, and the dragon says, why should I? Which is fair. Fair play. Um, and then eventually the dragon sort of, like, gives in as usual and is sort of like, yes, the crystal holds knowledge of the future, past, and present. Yeah. Um, and he says that Morgana would not have the power to wield the crystal, but Mordred possibly does. Which seems like, I feel like the amount, like, the, how powerful Morgana is, like, fluctuates a lot. And, like, yeah, changes quite a lot throughout the show when it's convenient. Like, yeah. I think Merlin is always, like, more powerful than her. But, yeah, like, I think the amount, like, the, like, I, the level of her power is different. I think the concept is that her innate power is not that great. That, like, she has, like, dreams of the future, which is, A, a slightly different gift than magic. Because then when she sees the druid earlier in this season, he says it would take her a couple of years to really get going yeah. and have control over it. Which I think is the case, because we do jump a couple of years when some of the seasons break. Yeah, that's true. Um, So currently, she has like a small amount of magic, which she has not very much control over. And thus is very scared about it. Yeah. But yeah, sounds... I, think, I think it's really studying that increases her power later. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, um, we're reminded it's Mordred's destiny to kill Arthur, 
And <laughs> the dragon says of Morgana and Mordred, their union must be stopped, whatever the cost. Yeah. Cool. Great. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, then we see Morgana snapping at Gwen. Um, like, being like, make, trying to make Gwen leave yeah. the room. Gwen's pretty sad about it. Gwen looks upset. Uh, send, she sends Gwen away basically only so she could just take out the crystal and sort of look at it and then look at herself in the mirror, sadly, before she sort of <laughs> same <laughs> leaves. Um, she does have an excellent sort of like night robe on, which is quite loose, but like has the kind of medieval thing where it cinches around the arm at more than one place. It does look very good. Anyway, um, then she goes out and leaves Camelot like riding a white horse and Merlin follows her on a darker horse. It looks good. <laughs> they get to, they get to a druid camp and like Mordred and Morgana hug it. Is like genuinely sweet, like their affection for each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she passes the crystal over to Alvar. And and they have a kind of they have a conversation about identity and magic, and it's like figured very. Mm. She's like, it's like who I am. I just mm. want to be myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like I don't want to be alone anymore. Yeah. He says to her that um, they need Mordred to, like, master the crystal and strike Uther down and all who serve him, and that phrasing really troubles Morgana Yeah, she's like, minute. all? Which all is clearly, like, she's thinking about her friend, she's thinking about Arthur. Mm. Um, yeah, then Alvar sort of, like, nearly kisses her, and I, she, like, turns to leave and says, the castle will be awake soon, I have to be back. It's fully mid-morning, it's, like, at least... 10 a.m. Everyone is awake. They're definitely like, awake. I don't know what you want about Morgana. Um, <laughs> yeah, they would have woken up much earlier than this, thanks. Yeah, anyway, Morgana sort of leaves, and then Mordred sort of is sad that she's gone, that she had to leave early because he has, um, you know, proper affection for her. And then yeah. Alvar and his never named girlfriend <laughs> discuss <laughs> how. Never, she might have a name in the credits. But... Maybe we didn't. But, but she doesn't get she just suddenly doesn't get one in the like the dialogue. And then they mention that they're like playing Morgana. Which is not uh, as well fully explained. So no, like she's we never being fully sort of understand used by different how people. she's being used. Well, in terms of other than just like getting the crystal, but like she knows that she's getting the crystal to like yeah, I don't really we're not sure. Yeah. Their plan their plan is never fully No, but it's also vaguely it's sort of I guess implied if you've kept track of Mordred they're using him too yeah well he's like, a child yeah he's a child who last time we saw him had run off into the woods alone because his druid guardians had been killed yeah like he's a very vulnerable and like traumatized child like yeah um so assumedly they're using him and that's how they got morgana to trust them is the the fact that mordred was with them but we don't see any of this and it's never explained. Gaius then gives us some exposition on who Alvar is in that he's like violent and charismatic and very dangerous um and they're like we have to tell Uther we can't tell Uther blah 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 and Gaius is like oh I'll just bend the truth which they could have been doing all along whenever they have this argument like yeah, they're always like should we tell Uther yes or no and then this time Arthur's like there's a third way I'll just say that which is what he does. Um, one of the people who I was attending to saw something and told me and wanted to remain anonymous, but here is a witness statement about this thing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we could have been doing this the whole time. And we could do it again from now on. Yeah. That's super <laughs> <laughs> Uh Guys goes and tells, like, Uther 
and Arthur that the crystal going away was something to do with Alvar and that they know where the camp might be I'm pretty sure that's yeah that's 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 the information and Morgana's in the room like listening looking worried um Morgana talks to Arthur and he's like you're not really gonna go out after this stupid lead are you it's just a rumor and he thinks that she's like worried about him and starts making fun of her and it just dissolves into sibling bickering which is honestly really sad it is really sad yeah because I love their sibling bickering i know and you know like it's so close to all being gone <laughs> i know uh, then there's like an excellent overhead shot of like these red cloaked knights exiting camelot it's beautiful yeah and morgana heads off to warn alva alva she arrives and he's like how long do we have and she's like like probably one or two hours how does she get there so fast how does, she yeah, watches the knights leave i know they have horses maybe maybe well thing is if you're riding a full army you're riding slower than someone yeah also they riding. might like pause to make a plan i guess <laughs> maybe. maybe they don't seem to have one when they, when they when they get attacked there's not a hell of a lot of tactical maneuvering going yeah but on. at that point they thought they were just like looking around for clues but we're skipping ahead yeah. morgana is like telling alvar about stuff and and then he is like she's like what do you want me to do he says you should flee like there's nothing you can do to help uh, but this information was very good, and he kisses her cheek, which is creepy. It is creepy. Um, <laughs> then we get Arthur and Merlin bantering on horses, which is the content I'm really, really here for. Yes. Yeah, like, I will watch whole episodes <laughs> of just, like, hunts in which basically nothing happens except Merlin and Arthur bigger. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like 45 minutes of them, They like, catch a rabbit, they don't catch a rabbit, blah, 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 they argue... Um, and Arthur is like, I don't know why you're here if you're so scared. And Merlin's like, I'm not scared. And uh, Arthur, if you weren't scared, you'd be talking rubbish as usual. And Merlin says, I am talking rubbish as usual. <laughs> and then he's like, wait, I mean, I'm, as I'm, usual, I'm talking. And what? Arthur smiles so fondly. He looks yeah. delighted. He's fucking thrilled. <laughs> he's very pleased with himself. And, no, but he's like pleased with Merlin as well. Just yeah, like yeah, Merlin yeah. existing and being flustered and is sweet. Anyway, then they come across a path that splits and Arthur's like, which way do guys say we should go? And Merlin's like, I'm not sure. And then he gets off his horse and like does some magic fully in front of everyone. Yeah, so where he um, creates a bunch of footprints And then he's no like, I think seen. we should go that way. And Arthur's like, why? Do you, do you have any evidence as to why we should go that way? And Merlin like creates a footprint and is like, there's a footprint. And Arthur's like, but there's no proof it's a bandit's footprint and Merlin <laughs> makes like 20 more footprints he makes like a bunch more footprints he's like yeah no we didn't see those before <laughs> and Arthur's just standing there sighing which again is hashtag Arthur knows yeah like because he then just does obey Merlin I think he's just trying to drill into him like you have to have reasons to say the insane shit that you say that isn't like I am magic yeah like why do you believe this Merlin what is the oh, cover story come like, on help me out here <laughs> I need to be able to say also, something when I'm why, defending you. Why didn't they have like a tracker with them? So that they can have this scene. So they can have this scene. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> um, so they're like sneaking through the woods to the camp, but like sneaking is quite a loosely used word because they're all wearing massive red capes. Yeah, yeah. And they're in like full armor, so they're not going to be quiet. And then they sort of end up in the camp sort of sneaking around. And the tone is quite light. Like it's a tiny bit tense. Arthur like touches the fire and it's cold and he's like, oh, they're not here anymore. And Merlin's like, yes, they are! In like a jokey way. And then we turn around and now we're in a battle. Yeah, yeah. now people are <laughs> now dying. Now we're actually scared and people are genuinely dying. Um, There's like a weird lack of like uh, magic attacks for a bunch of magic users. Good point. 
it's it's really hard to say like what Alvar's tactics and reasons are because he's a magic user, but we actually don't really see anyone else use magic. He has Mordred, who is more powerful than him. Yeah. Um, and he needs him to use a crystal because presumably he's too weak. Yeah, yeah. We but we actually that. don't really have any proof that anyone else working with him is magic. That's true. Although one assumes that they must at least have like some people, right? Because otherwise, why are they? Well, I mean, like, all we've been told is, like, power, glory, violence. Yeah, that's true. So maybe they're just into that. Yeah. Anyway, um, Alvar and his girlfriend are, like, you know, running around killing people. Yeah. Uh, Merlin... Having a grand off time. <laughs> Merlin runs to hide, like, in a tree that was sort of hollow and sees Mordred being told to run. Um, and magically trips him up. Uh, Mordred is then, like, grabbed by two knights magically spears both of them through the chest so kills them and Bruce then is fucking brutal. telepathically says to merlin i shall never forgive this emrys and i shall never forget which is quite hypocritical for a boy who just murdered two people and i think he means the betrayal of like the magical community and like the magic users and yeah but... leading them there not just the tripping up mm. but like i don't know it's hard to say because like he's clearly like 11 or 12 but also like Alva doesn't seem to be the best leader of the resistance they could have chosen. No, I know, but he's also, like, a child. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. Um, then Arthur, like, there's, like, an interaction in which Arthur is holding the crystal and it starts, like, doing this kind of singing sound at Merlin. And yeah. then, then it's evening. It's, and like, calling to him. Mm, it's, it's like, like, hello, here's it's, a It's that kind of, like, slightly singing, ringing sound that signifies magic when you watch Merlin. Yes. Um, it's later. They've made camp in the camp, and Merlin and Arthur are chatting by the fire. Um, and Merlin's like, what is, I don't even know what Merlin's asking. How do they know? After the fight, they sit by the fire, and Merlin says, like, he asks how they knew something, and I forgot what it is. I don't know. I, f- I can't remember I don't know. Either. It's fully like, how do they know to, like, follow us here? And Arthur's like, I don't know, mate. They're magic. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he doesn't know. Oh, he doesn't know how they knew they were coming. He doesn't know how they knew to hide. Oh, how and, they knew like, to hide and, and cause like, a... a camp. Oh right, yeah, no, uh, no. Merlin is like suspicious as to how Morgana warned, Merlin, Morgana Merlin, warned Merlin them to create like, ambush. Like, oh, they've been warned. And yeah, yeah, they like, ambushed oh, us. No, they're magic, isn't it? Yeah, Arthur <laughs> <laughs> has no idea how magic works. Same. Um, <laughs> how does magic work? Yeah, uh, Merlin's already worried. He feels like he's kind of with the Mordred thing. He's like, oh, I've sealed Arthur's doom yet mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arthur is like, well, someone needs to stay up all night to watch the crystal, and it's going to be you, so here's the crystal. And then Merlin like is sung to by the crystal for a while, and then when everyone is asleep, he gets shown by the crystal that he picks up these visions of Camelot's destruction. Uh, destruction. destruction. Camelot on fire, all these bad things happening. Yeah, he's, like, really shaken up for someone who's seen, like, Camelot be, like, nearly destroyed, like, a bunch of times already. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, oh, I don't know. I feel like he's, like, a little bit too upset about it. Yeah, I mean, we've reached the brink a few times, but to be fair, I don't know, things having worked out all right in the end, you do sort of, like, seal away that terror. Yeah, that's true. Anyway... They bring back Alva to Camelot and put him on trial, and he admits to all these crimes, um, and he claims he acted alone. Uh, he gets sentenced to death, Yeah, he's guilty of treason. treason. And Morgana is like, you, Uther, are the criminal, which, like, to be fair... Morgana has, like, a whole, like, screaming match with Uther, 
Um, yeah, she's like everybody the, else. The leaves. Appears to have no long term no, repercussions. I was wrong. Sorry, Alva says you you throw the criminal and get dragged away. Everybody else leaves except Morgana. Then they have this screaming match, which doesn't appear to like she doesn't really get like you know that doesn't appear she doesn't to be like to be real. Punished, but punishment. she's also sort of really not right in a way that in season one she was like always kind of right. Yeah. She was like, his, his only crime was to defy you. And I'm like, no, no, his crime was to break into Camelot, to murder several guards, to impersonate a guard, to steal the property of Camelot, and then plot to use it against yeah, Camelot. Yeah, like, Uther doesn't super have the moral high ground, but he's not wrong in saying that this guy is a criminal. Yeah, I mean, many of the magic users who have been put to death, they're, yeah, they're, their yeah. crime wasn't really yeah, a crime. Yeah, there are lots of people who like, this are guy like, genuinely completely is... innocent, but Alvar isn't one of them. Mm. And, and I this know, is like a like a strained hill to die on, except for the fact that she's obviously like a little bit infatuated. I guess, and I get also to like the extent that this is the kind of way extremist propaganda ends up working that like everyone's in two camps, and obviously there are innocent people accused, which means that everybody accused must be innocent, and like in order to like dig in and entrench yourself in like the right side, you end up kind of um like violating your own original moral code. Mm. Um, and also interesting that often the extremist side rises when the moderate version of that side fails to be effective. So, yeah. like, Gaius, not a great representative of the magical community. And so, like, if, you know, doing the Merlin Gaius thing doesn't seem to be working, then you have to do the crazy rebel thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Morgana says to Uther, I disown you. Which is a wild thing to say. It is a crazy thing to say. Which, and again, she continues to live there in his castle and eat his food. So it's not really like a, a <laughs> She super, can't do anything. She can't. She, and she doesn't do anything to him. She also, there's also, she also says, well, he's like, you will go to your chambers. And she's like, and you, Uther, will go to hell. Which is like a good rejoinder. <laughs> it was a good rejoinder. It would have been a better rejoinder if there was a new religion. In but, but again, kingdom. yeah, but again, we're not sure what anyone believes, so. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, she storms off, I guess. Uh, Gaius and Merlin sort of have a chat about how the crystal has now been locked away, but Merlin is still upset about it and scared of the future. Yeah. And Gaius tries to reassure him, saying, like, it was real, but it was just one reality and the future is yeah, shaped like, by your decisions many and futures. your actions. Which doesn't, isn't, it's confusing because then why is the dragon so fixated on there being, like, one destiny for Mordred and, like, one destiny for Merlin? Mm. If there are, in fact, like, multiple possible futures. Yeah, I guess there's, like, multiple possible futures, but there are some... There are, like, the laws of cause and effect still work generally, so you could argue that there's a level of destiny which is cause and effect that, like, given long enough... Mordred will kill Arthur. Yeah, I don't know. It's but just the we like can the like cut it off. The guy says, you know, no, nothing can know yeah. all futures, and mm. you're like, well, surely that there's a future where Mordred doesn't kill Arthur, even if there's only one in like a thousand, right? Yeah, it's yeah. The concept of what destiny is in this show is really vague, and I guess it would again be helped if there was any <laughs> level of understanding of what religion is. Because that debate has been happening for 2,000 years, yeah, at least. Yeah, it would be yeah, a conversation about predestination. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Never mind, eh? Uh, Morgana... That's what the good place is for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Morgana's in bed. Uh, she asked for a sleeping draught, which she hasn't needed recently. And she claims that the nightmares returned the previous night. 
and Gwen gets it for her, then Morgana sneaks into the dungeon to see the prisoner and gives the, the knights a, ju- a jug of wine to say thank you, which is clearly laced with the Yeah, 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 yeah. It seems insane that none of them draw that connection and, like, say anything about it. I think the, the idea we're meant to get from a couple of scenes later is that one of them did notice and didn't drink it and then gets murdered. Yeah. No, but like I mean, but then when they wake up, because the rest of them are just asleep, mm. that none of them are like, oh, that was weird that we drank that wine and then... Yeah, presumably all of the sleeping things that happen in this show have a little bit of, like, memory Yeah, and they don't remember. Them, I assume, right. Or they're just too scared to, like, accuse Morgana. I guess. Yeah, because they don't know that she's yelled this hard at the king. And also she's not being punished, so... Yeah, yeah, she's still allowed to wander around. Anyway, she and Alva have this kind of cryptic conversation which sounds like she is helping him resign himself to his death, uh, but in fact is her sort of giving advice. Yeah. Being like, soon you'll be able to escape. Um, and when you do... <laughs> yeah. This should happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and as soon as the guards sort of fall asleep, she's already left, um, he uses magic to open up the door of the dungeon and like escapes past the sleeping guards except one of them who was pretending to be asleep and like grabs him but he like stabs him i'm pretty sure yeah yeah he does it's pretty it's, yeah pretty brutal it's pretty brutal it's completely he's with no hesitation yeah 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 uh then the warning bell's ringing because they've discovered the prisoner's gone um and he yeah and he like legs it across the darkened corridor the courtyard yeah there appears to be no one to apprehend him <laughs> Uh, Arthur and Uther are having this discussion in the court chamber room and Morgana's like in the background looking worried um, Uther's like well he must have had help and whoever helped him has betrayed the kingdom and if I find out who it is they're gonna be in a lot of trouble and then he like stares at Morgana yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he knows because he knows but like doesn't do anything about it yeah I think he never wants to officially know this is a really interesting thing that does exist in other this is where I meditation on when I wrote it on that 1400s Arthurian poem which is like the the characters will often know things and never want to be told them in public because then they'll have to acknowledge that they know them. Yeah. So like it's strongly hinted at, I argued, in this particular text, for example, that Arthur knew that Gwen was sleeping with Lancelot and but as soon as one of his knights tells him he has to go to war against Lancelot yeah, and he has to everything. Do something about it. And the person who tells him is figured in this text as the villain, even though he's like, Well, I should tell him the truth. Everybody knew. Yeah. Once and, like, Arthur's not... like, mm, yeah, everybody did know. Once there's not plausible deniability. Yeah. Which is how you can read the Arthur Merlin relationship as well, which is that if it's yeah. ever said out loud, there'll be problems. But as it is, everybody knows, but and everything is kind of okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I'm, I'm kind of glad Alvor escaped, even though I don't really like him, because I'm glad there was a finally a sorcerer who, like, used some magic to, like, fucking get out of the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit... Otherwise, it's like, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad. Yeah, so it's also good that, like, weapons have some level of limit, where, like, Alvar had the magic to get out of the dungeon, but probably didn't have the skill to take over, to take, like, five knights at once. Yeah. But because they were all but one asleep he was able to escape it was fine yeah yeah uh then uh the dragon is like yelling for merlin to come and see him and merlin's like putting a pillow over his head like but nah. <laughs> again because merlin is kind of like oversensitive to this stuff like he ends up going down there and the uh, the dragon is like demanding his freedom 
Oh, no, no, no. Merlin doesn't go down there. I'm really sorry. No, this is next. The dra- that's next episode. <laughs> right, the dragon's, like, yelling for Merlin and demanding his freedom, and Merlin's in bed with the pillow over his head, and then it is the and end then of it's the episode. The end, <laughs> it's the end of the episode. Um, weekly, epi- weekly questions. Why didn't they kiss this week? Well, other stuff was happening, wasn't it? Yeah. Other preoccup- other concerns. Uh, how gay was this episode? It wasn't. This episode wasn't. is a Morgana episode. Yep. Which tend to be quite heterosexual. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was about to say it was good, but it's not that great. It left us with more questions. More, more questions than us. Which is fine. It's 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 a season 11, so it's a, you know, it's a, it's not like the season 11. finale. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Just 11. to be clear. There was never a season 11 finale. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> No show should be that long. Yeah. Um, should we watch this episode? Yeah. If you care about the Mongolian arc, yes. Also, yeah. like, if you care about, like, like discussing her level of capability and the bracelet plot, if you were going to, like, think about that for a while or write a fic on it. Yeah. Um, do Arthur, do Uther slash Gaius think Merlin is gay? They're not thinking about They're not thinking about them. it. They're very concerned about Morgana. Yeah. Huh. What Martin gets up to his own time is not not a preoccupation this episode. No. Um. Uh, what do we expect about for next week? Uh, next week is uh the Knights of more Nadir. More ghosts. More ghosts. Yep. I'm excited about more ghosts coming. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to like discuss more ghosts. So I have some fic like because we're in the middle of an arc. Most people write fic when the off sort of an arc has ended. So this is like only tangentially connected, but. There's all some good stuff to look, to read. So I was kind of like, what I really wanted was more Arthur and Merlin bantering on a hunting trip. Um, or, you know, on hunting trips in general, because I have the same wishes as Bradley, which is that, like, this should be about the knights going on adventures and yeah. quests. Um, so for slightly different reasons, I think Bradley just wanted to hang out with his pals. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've probably mentioned it before, but... We've we normally mention different Astolat fics, but on Finden is the one where Merlin and Arthur have been like Arthur finds out about Merlin's magic and they decide to go on quests together. And Merlin uses magic to like be able to take them further than they would otherwise be able to travel, and so they keep like doing all these magical adventures and killing these magical beasts. And it it can't possibly be them because they're back in Camelot every night. and, like, bards start telling stories about these, like, two intrepid adventurers who are going across the land and making people feel freer and saving people. It's very sweet and good. Yeah, it's really wonderful. And it says some interesting things about, like, how, like, stories work, how, like, folklore works, and how, like, like hero myths work. Mm. Um, it's good. Yeah, there's a fic called Out of the Night by Myrmidriad, in which they are on a hunt and Arthur is captured... And Merlin transforms into a wolf in order to save. I love a werewolf. Um, and then there is a fic with the druids involved. Not that these bandits were really druids. I think they were like vaguely druid aligned. They had some concept of being potential allies to the druids, but the druids would not quite go for it, I would assume. But I'm inferring a lot. But I thought about the druids this episode, so... They thought about them. <laughs> So Your Word is Your Bond by Ilonwi, uh, which has druids and kidnapping and a magic reveal. Uh, if you like any of those tropes, then maybe you enjoy that. Anyway, we're going to continue all of these conversations next, next episode. Next week with Morgos yeah. and Morgana, etc. Yeah, please at us at, on Twitter, at Kiss, Instagram, Kiss, 
or womanworthicus at gmail.com if you have any longer f thoughts or thoughts that don't fit the format of either of those two social medias. Cool. Bye! Bye. Bye.